Earlier today, I looked the executive producer dead in the eye and I said, Today, I think we should do an interlude. He looks back at me and says, I think that's a terrible idea. And I look back at him. Well, we're doing an interlude. And that's the end of that story. Red hot, wasn't it? Wasn't that story just just, just hot to the touch? Out the gate, we are... Uh, Man alive, look out for us after uh, not doing a live show in a week. We did uh, we did, uh, did, a, did, a, did a week of uh, mixtapes. Anything going on in the news? Is anything? Anything? Nothing? No? Just proceed? So we, 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 we can talk about uh, a thing or two before we get to, uh, before we get to uh, the interlude. Kind of, uh, if you've never heard one of our interludes before, oh, it is so poetic when we get extra deep and a little even too avant-garde for ourselves when we do a show about a show and we'll set up the rest of the summer. I know, it sounds, it sounds like a real thrill. It sounds How we have anybody left is uh, a mystery to me, Fishby. A mystery to uh, to me, but since I uh, have been gone for the week, uh, traveling, picking up executive producers at remote airports around these United States, we haven't had a chance yet to talk about George Floyd in earnest. And in a way, that's good because when I am red hot angry about something. Sure, sometimes that's the most entertaining point in my thought process to delve deep into a subject. But not always, uh, not always my most intelligent work, not always my most articulate work, not always my most thoughtful work when I talk about something when I'm just mad as fuck. Because that's how I was to, uh, to start out. And, and truthfully, I'm still, like if before I was at a nine like, now I'm at an 8.3. I should still be hospitalized in, uh, in anger. But I think the sentiment of the protests is the correct sentiment. And that is, when is enough is enough? Have we finally reached that point? It seems every time. There's another black American dying unnecessarily at the hands of brutal police force. It seems every time something gets caught on video, we're like, well, well th this has got to be it, right? This has got to be the one. This is going to inspire sweeping law enforcement reform the way we police minority communities. This, this is the one, right? How much more can America fucking handle? Because I'm, I'm done. Enough is enough. I mean, enough was enough for me when we were doing this shit in fucking Ferguson. That's when enough was enough for me. But something different this time about George Floyd. The whole nation has come out in protest. From medium-sized towns to giant fucking metroplexes. And given, sure... Perfect protest time in the midst of a once-in-a-century global, global flu pandemic. Finally, something important enough to validate getting out of the house under any circumstance. I think that is a small slice of it, but more than that, 
how anyone could watch the way George Floyd was murdered there and not just have a visceral reaction of disgust and just think to yourself, enough is a fuck enough. When is enough enough? How many more times do we got to see the same fucking horrible movie time and time again? And we're not just seeing the movie. We're seeing once out of every hundred times that happens, once every thousand times that happens. I'm not sure what the math is. But police departments in the United States have to drastically and dramatically change. Sorry, but true, not really sorry. There is a history, and as some people like to say, not me, it's just baked into the fucking cake this point at police departments. There is systemic and hereditary racism in way too fucking many American police departments. Enough is enough, but how do we address that? Is the question to me. Historic and hereditary racism in law enforcement. Perhaps the most disturbing thing I've seen in terms of uh, in terms of the protests, and I'm not talking about the looting. That is such a small part of what's gone on, and I don't want to I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of looting right now. There's there's too many places to go and too many things to talk about this fucking interlude to go down the rabbit hole of looting. But the most disturbing thing I've seen at any protest wasn't the destruction of property, which I do find disturbing. Had to be. Basically, the park across the street from the White House being cleared out by force with tear gas, flashbangs, sorry, I for, you're, I fucked up that word. I tried to combine tear gas and flashbang into one word. Turns out they're three and a half words. Tear gas and flashbang. Mounted police to do all that so Trump could walk across the fucking street and not only use a church as a prop, and I was offended, and I'm only 1% Methodist as a Rostagno Bud Medi, and that 1% isn't even Episcopalian. I was still pissed off to take a photo op with a book, and the book President Trump is told was the Bible, and he held it up for the cameras like this smartass who's never held a book before his entire fucking life. You could make fun of Joe Biden wearing a mask, but if I had to choose between a president who looks fucked up in a mask or a president who looks fucked up lifting a book, I'm going to go with the president. <laughs> In the mask. Like, like, like he's never seen a book. Like it was a foreign object. Like, what, what, what is this cover texture? The texture seems nice on the cover, but then it's, 
It's almost Twinkie-like, isn't it? It's, it's a fucking book, right? Fucking book. I am also scared because President Trump, he's, he's very competitive. And we'll see what happens in the next week or so in terms of uh, the intensity of the protests and the riots, if the intensity of those is increasing or decreasing uh, a week from now. Because if this turns into some kind of pissing match between the president and the rest of the country as to who owns these streets, that's going to be a long and lengthy and ugly battle if we get into a who's own, who owns these streets pissing contest. And we've got just the president to do it. And we've certainly got enough pissed off people to engage on the other side. How does this end? Not good. Unless, of course, it ends with some kind of rational, common sense, incremental uh, a, a policy that leads to um, a lot less fucking racism, both historic and systematic in American law enforcement agencies. George Floyd deserved better, but so have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and motherfucking thousands of other African Americans. I think that might be why this time is different. This is, this is just a lot fucking bigger than George Floyd. And I mean that with the utmost respect towards him, his family, and his loved ones. But this time, back to the original question, is enough finally enough? Let's fucking hope so. Now, let's transition to a little bit of, uh, of, of the interlude, our, uh, our show about a show, and actually our first official show of the summary of the summer, excuse me, which we're calling, it's going to be a series known as SOS. And not because we are a ship adrift at sea sending out an emergency beacon that we need immediate help. It would make sense, but that's not why it's SOS. No, SOS during these, I mean, with the once a century global flu pandemic and the weirdest fucking election that's ever going to happen in our lives coming in November, this is SOS, the summer of strange. That's right, Fishby, the summer of strange. And it is that way by description. And it is that way by necessity, because usually here at the fishbowl, we, we, we're a pretty straightforward operation. You know what's going to happen. You know what you're going to get, right? It's good. We're going to come off the top with fish be playing the bass, and then we're going to tease three, and then there's going to be something in the lead. Then we're going to go to the fishbowl. Then Isaiah gets the last question. Then you transition to Paleta Bola de Fuego and or the finale. This summer, there might be one day where we do, instead of uh, 
how we typically do use our Fridays, the 17 questions in 17 minutes. We might do three questions in three minutes. We might do seven questions in seven minutes. We might do zero questions in 25 minutes. It's whatever uh, not only uh, I need as a living, breathing human being, uh, uh, what my son needs as a living, breathing human being, but I really believe we have put so much, uh, what no one calls uh, sweat, or well, some people say, uh, sweat equity uh, into this show, and, and so much um, and so much creative uh, uh, time uh, effort that I really believe in its own strange and peculiar way, well, perhaps not in alive the way that you and I may be alive, but as an artistic creation, uh, the fishbowl here actually is uh, an entity that, that does have a life of its own. And respecting the entity of the fishbowl as a life of itself. Every day I will try to be a good steward of the fishbowl, and, and five days a week I will, I will turn to the podcast gods, which I assumed are governed by L. Ron Hubbard, just like all the other gods, but I will turn to the podcast gods and I will ask, what does the fishbowl need today? And that's what we'll do. Because ordinarily, when the executive producer is, is, is not living with me, when it's, when it's not on his breaks, uh, my priorities are very simple as a podcast monk. Uh, and in fact, um, working on the podcast and my mental health, I've said it before, say it again, this podcast is proudly brought to you by a history of mental illness and substance abuse, but usually mental health and, and show health and podcast health, those things overlap. And I just live a very simple life as a podcast monk we can turn this motherfucker out and get this machine going five days a week. However, uh, when Isaiah's here, uh, now my um, now my priorities on a daily basis are are extremely different. Uh, they don't revolve around my mental health, and they don't revolve around the show. Most important thing to me every day when I wake up is to make sure that kid has a good fucking day. Make sure Isaiah has a good day. That's priority one. That's job one. Uh, job one and a half. Make sure he eats well. Food is love. Make sure the kid eats well. These, uh, the, these, these, these things take time. And then, you know, uh, way down the list at that point are my physical health and my mental health and, 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 and the podcast. Therefore, on, uh, on most every day, when I, when I have the time to put the whole fucking thing together, the way we put the whole fucking thing together, we will put the whole fucking thing together. However, uh, many days during this SOS, the Summer of Strange, we will have no choice, really, but to do some kind of audible, some kind of show. Very often something that we've never done fucking before. And if it works, fantastic. And if it doesn't, also fantastic. Not as good as when it does work, but all of life is an experiment, especially when you do a weekday podcast. And all you're trying to be is the most compelling weekday podcast in the world. So every day we will ask... The podcast gods, 
governed by L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, come in. There's a knock at my door. Come in. There he is. The, uh, the executive producer was, uh, was down the street riding his bicycle at the school. Executive producer, I'm almost done. Uh, would, you like, would you like to say hi? Would you like to say anything important? These are crazy times. You, any, anything at all, whatever's on your mind. A lot of expectations now because people are like, damn. I haven't heard the executive producer on the podcast in a long-ass time. I know the 10-year-old executive producer is going to come out swinging some podcast heat. All right, producer. Executive producer, excuse me, almost took your uh, pay scale down a notch. What is it? What is it you'd like to say? Go ahead. Absolute nonsense. As my hero, David Letterman, says... There is no off position on the genius switch. So, do you like those mixtapes, by the way? It seemed like, uh, well, let me, let me back up. Let me back up and say, uh, and, and say, uh, and offer this, uh, offer this preface. Um, I, I've been told and I've been promised that one day when this show gets good enough, it's going to be on the internet. That's what I was told. And uh, I've also been told that, uh, that, that, that the internet, uh, like the mixtapes, um, we still have so much more audio to pull and so many different things, but we're not going to do another one of those for a while. We're going to try to just, just do what we can every single, you know, five days a week, every single weekday. And, uh, and ho- hopefully that turns out okay. Mantis is prayed, fingers crossed, as we like to say. So, uh, till manana, uh, Isaiah, would you like to say goodbye? No? Great. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Como estas? That is not goodbye. Uh, till next time. And by next time, we mean manana. Uh, say adios, fish be old school. <laughs>